Welcome to Hot Breath Comedy Fam. On Monday, May 13th, I am teaching a clean comedy workshop. The last four I have taught sold out very quickly, so if you wanna learn about clean comedy, the business side, where the line is, how to write clean comedy, go to the link in the description of this episode, and we'll see you there. Happy day, Hot breath Welcome back to Hot Breath, the show where you learn comedy from the pros. I am your host, comedian Joel Byers, and this is our Right 10 podcast, where we highlight members of the Right 10 Club, winners of the Right 10 contest, and much more. If you would like to start writing new jokes and connecting with other motivated comedy writers, this Right 10 Club is the spot for you. Go join our Facebook group. Start getting involved in our daily writing club in both the Facebook group and on our YouTube channel. And if you want to level up your writing even more and possibly win 100 bucks, you can compete in our monthly Write 10 contest. Registration is also linked in the show notes. And I hope to see you there. The one and only. Today's winner, everyone. Make some love. Matthew Araby, Matthew Menard, what do we call you, Matt? Menard is my stage name. I haven't been able to figure out how to change it on Facebook yet. So it's just you're the only one in comedy that can actually pronounce my real last name. So <laughs> uh, I tend just to go with a double M. You know, it's alliteration. It works. So Double M, like Maybach yeah. music. I see. Like, like the candy, man. Oh, m ms I went straight hip hop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, that's me coming straight from the A all day. All but day. Anyway, What's up, yo, bud? Yo, uh, a lot of people um, showing some love in here. Congratulating Thanks, you. Thanks, guys. Appreciate wow. it. I kind of distracted people with the weed company. Now people are commenting <laughs> to the weed company instead of the jokes. They're hey, like, guys, wait, there's listen. online weed? What's happening? smoke a J. It's way more exciting than watching me. So yeah. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I doubt people, I doubt they can deliver to Australia people or no, Canada. I doubt it. I yeah. doubt it. No. But we have our winner here. Who's going to deliver the goods, Matthew. Congratulations, my friend. Thanks, bud. You seem to be on a roll here. Uh, what's happening. Did something switch Did some like something click with you or are you just kind of feeling good momentum right now? Uh, so I have a couple of rules that I made up for myself. Um, number one is come up with your premise within the first five minutes. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> come up, come up with your premise in the first five minutes. Cause, uh-huh. um, and then, um, don't do too much research because just for me, I, it tends to get muddled. So if I think of like, if I do the listing technique and I list like 12 things, I can't, there's, there's, it's too much info. So I can't process it quickly. So by the time I actually get my my joke out, they have like 20 seconds left. And it's just something that I'm throwing out there because it's not a well-formed joke. So I get my premise within the, within the first five minutes. And then from there, I, I use the economy of words to make sure that it's, you know, it's a nice tight hitter. I like those tight hitters, you know. Tight hitters, and, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then um, I, I, I take the remaining five minutes to whittle it down to what I want and then put it out there. So it seems the steps we're talking about are you find the premise in five minutes. You don't do too much research. And then you said yeah. word economies next. Is that what you said? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I find that if, if, if I, if I list too many things, it gets too, too muddled. 
Mm-hmm. So I'll list like a couple things and then I'll just use the old dome. Beautiful. Yeah. You how know, do you, how do you hone in that word economy? Um, just what I'll do is I'll keep, t- I'll keep telling the joke to myself and then see if it's still funny if I take certain words out. And if it's still funny, if I take certain words out, then I just take them out. So you say it out loud? Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have that. I created that rule for myself too of like, all right, find a premise in five minutes and then, you know, then I, yeah. I, I still sometimes. I mean, know. listen, it doesn't always work out. I don't always true. win this, Joel. So That's, That is you know. true. It's a good system to follow <laughs> yeah. though, it seems. Yeah. Yes. So for like the joke you uh, created, do you, do you have it written in front of you? Can you like read it to us and kind of take us through the – that process sure, now sure. that we know your checklist yeah so um i got it right here yay yeah so what i did was i was looking at um so i also came up with snubhub first mm-hmm. uh so i thought of snubhub and then i was like what is snubbing what does snubbing do you know is it like scorn you know that i said you know hell hath no fury like a woman scorned and i was like i don't know if i can really do anything with that and then uh because i was working like hell hath no fury like a woman scorned and then what happened to karen but then that didn't work out um and then uh <laughs> and that's then, funny connection uh, now yeah it's funny yeah and then um from there i was like scorn you know o- oscar snub that means they got turned down turned down well uh, turned down t- turned down service what kind of oh okay then i asked the maid out you know so, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and so the final joke was I asked my hotel maid out on a date. Talk about turn down service, jeez. That's so funny. How quickly <laughs> did that premise pop in? Like how through those steps when you found turn down service, how long into the the writing was that? It was the first thing that I thought of. So, it, I just got I got lucky. Oh, so it was like within the first like minute or so. Within the first 2 minutes, I went through all of that stuff that I just said. So I, I, I had three jokes that I kind of liked, and then I took the one that I thought made the most sense for me, you know, because I get turned down a lot. So it makes sense for it, who it, I am. It made but, sense. It's like a per- still yeah. you made it personal. Yeah, it's very personal, Joe. Okay. <laughs> so you, you find turned down service, and then yeah. how do you start to, like, build the wording around it? You're like, oh, that's funny. Now how do you start to formulate it into the joke structure? Well, I thought of like, um, uh, I met a hotel maid and then, uh, you know, um, I, I asked the hotel maid out on a date and then I went down to the front desk and I was like, I'm not sure I enjoy this turndown service. And then, um, then I said, well, I don't really need all that. So I, I snubbed it out. And then I, anytime that I'm trying to do wordy, word economy, I have Rodney Dangerfield's voice in my head. Uh-huh. So I'm like, oh, I was going to tell you, you know, <laughs> as my mate out on a, on a day, you know, talk about turn down service, oh, you, know, you know, so, yeah. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah. she, uh, Olga was saying, I love Matt's voice. That's nice. Hey, she, all right. Well, that makes one of us. So that's cool. <laughs> well, all the way from Russia. You're, you're international here, Matthew. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I'm Holly like- saying congrats. And if anyone has any questions, for uh matthew here let us know yeah uh hairstyling techniques because i'm killing it right now so yeah we both are yeah. we oh both man dude <laughs> olya is oh sorry she's saying while everyone is writing olya is translating mm. yeah that great rodney dangerfield impression as well 
says Jones. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. But yeah, that is such a fun. That's such a fun, quick joke. I mean, maybe you can help me with mine because I like the premise, Matthew. <laughs> okay. All well, right. I mean, I found, what I found is like snub, and then I thought like yeah, denial, and I thought like dare, cold shoulder, you mm-hmm. know, and then I was trying to think of like dare. The dare cold shoulder is like the sex ed equivalent of abstinence till marriage. Right. And then I kind of took it on a timeline of like elementary school, dare said cold shoulder. Mm-hmm. Middle school, sex ed said abstinence till marriage. And then like in high school, I tried to think of like, then Steffi said it was all, I was trying to imply something that way. Like then in high school, it taught me this. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I ended up at the buzzer basically just yeah. something like both lead to like doggy style implying you turn around i mean it was it was oh really a okay at the buzzer. okay okay i misunderstood i thought that you were going with the dare dog oh okay yeah that's <laughs> where i thought you were going with like oh i wouldn't have voted for it if i would have. <laughs> it, was, it was really a hail mary yeah. at the buzzer just because i didn't yeah. get to like the third thing with high school um yeah but i found um, the premise and it just mm-hmm. kind of petered from there Um, oh, so you could maybe do uh, a connection with um, cold shoulder and abstinence till marriage. Because once you get, get married, all you get is the cold shoulder. Oh, because yeah. it prepares you for marriage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. it right there. Yeah. 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 And I did a Venn diagram trying to find the connections. But sometimes you almost think too hard. Yeah. You, you almost like think so hard you end up like squeezing the funny out of the idea and i think i was trying to force it this morning yeah that's actually my brand of comedy that's uh, yeah so <laughs> squeezing it too hard oh yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's exactly right yeah and that's i mean that's why so many um comics we've interviewed has said right with other comics because then you just in 20 seconds we're like oh there's the joke yeah nicely yeah, so- done yeah, I've been writing with uh, Trent a lot in his little writing group, and then I have my own little comedy troupe uh, here in New York, uh, and it's we we couldn't be different from each other, um, so it's good because like um, I guess I'm more of like a <laughs> kind of what they call like a Rogan bro. I'm like that guy, <laughs> okay. and then my friend Steve is kind of just way out there. I don't know what the hell he's talking about most of the time. Uh, my friend Ariel, she's uh, super uh, and she's super political and feminist I- ideology and all that stuff. And then my friend Rebecca, you know, she's um, on she's kind of on that weird spectrum, but very dry humor. So it's I love writing with them because their perspective is completely different than, than mine. So something that I might think is funny, they might think is um, they could probably go in a different direction with it. So it, it's I, I love having those types of friends with different types of personalities and different different types of comedy styles because they help you to identify. So they help you to develop your joke so it clicks with everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that's yeah. good. Having yeah, having diverse points of view and senses of humor. We, mm-hmm. What do you guys do together? Is it just you brainstorm jokes like a writing room? Or what do you guys do? Yeah, so uh, we meet every Sunday. Well, we used to meet in person every Sunday. Now we try to do it at least once a week. And we just kind of do like a little feedback set, you know. We'll do our jokes back and forth. And then we'll say, "Uh, I like that. I didn't get that. I don't know what that means. Why don't you do this? That's why people 
people make fun of me because when I'm when I'm in the um, the feedback mics, the hot breath feedback mics, I'm always like, all right, can I pitch you a joke? Can I because they're because they're like Matt is is always pitching jokes, but that's what we <laughs> do in our little group. Yeah, is we're like, all right, I see what you were going. Let me pitch you something. See see if you like this. So I'm constantly doing that. Are any of them in the hot breath group here? Yeah, so I got Ariel in it. Uh, she oh, posted great. a joke today. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, the other two, I'm trying, but they stay up way too late and they don't feel like waking up in the morning. So <laughs> no worries at all. I think that's yeah. a great that's a great idea though because the feedback mic is limited to seven comics just for time. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's not a bad idea for people in this group to like create your own little feedback group, your own little writing room that you could meet up weekly. That's a great great exercise yeah. there buddy yeah and the reason that we came up with it was and everyone who's in new york can attest to this at least before the pandemic is that going to open mics at, at it gets a little expensive you know at, at times because a lot of places it's five bucks to get on and then yeah. five bucks for a drink so it's so if you're trying to which you can do three to four open mics in one night here in new york the problem is it ends up costing like 50 bucks so we came up with something with a feedback mic that was just us so we could save a little money and we got a lot out of it. So, yeah, you, you still yeah. get a lot out of even just doing writing rooms, zoom mics. I've been pleasantly surprised yeah. with like the amount of like accurate feedback you can get on jokes in a zoom mic. It was pleasantly mm -hmm. surprising to start doing them and seeing that. Yeah, I, I agree. The one I was against feed, uh, the zoom mics. And then I started doing the thing that I like about it is I can take a set that I'm trying to hone and I can have a different audience every time. Whereas if I'm doing open mics in New York, it's the same people who weren't going to laugh then and aren't going to laugh the, the next time you do it. So yeah, yeah. it's hard to get a gauge on what works and what doesn't. But with Zoom, you can really get an audience, a new audience every single time. And even if it's comics, it's the first time that they've heard it. So they'll have a genuine reaction. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I, I was skeptical as well. When, I, when they first came out, I was like, this is dumb. This won't. And then I did one and I was like, you yeah. People are requesting more, um, more impressions. More impressions. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I, let's see. I think I did one. Uh, I, I have. So this is my Christopher Walken. It's only one sound. So it's, whoa, whoa. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> I love, your impression is one word. I don't know if that's an impression. That's more like an impression. <laughs> that's more, just yeah. impression. Yeah. I'm actually working on genre. some one word impressions. Like mm -hmm. I have Walken that's, and then Arnold is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's my Arnold impression. <laughs> hey, the kids got it. I tell you. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. No, hey, the kids oh, hey. got it. I don't know what to tell you. The kids <laughs> got it. <laughs> Somehow you went from Rodney to Italian. I don't know what happened. <laughs> uh, let's. Uh, crazy 16, dude. We always. Wait, hold on. Let me hit him with the what's goody. Oh, wait. <laughs> what happened? The screen I disappeared. I don't Where'd know. Go? I don't know. Ah, hold on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there we go. We're back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm new to this. Like, Ecam just started this like interview mode where you can bring people into the stream. Oh, because you could see the comments too, can't you? Um, on my phone, I can. On your oh, I thought I thought when we do interview mode, you can also see the comments coming in. Let me see. Maybe so. Let me take a look. Oh yeah, I can. Okay, I didn't That's see that part. So cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah so, that is cool. Yeah, he asked, um, do you sometimes remember an old pun or bit doing these jokes that uses the word, or do you still go for something brand new? Uh, me personally is, I, it's happened. I don't, I don't try to do it on purpose, but there are times whenever I'll write a joke and then I'll look at the joke for a second. I'll be like, ah, oh, crap. I already wrote that joke, but I just, I, I'm trying to come up with, with something and you know, when it's in 10 minutes and it's pressure time, you, but every time I try to come up with something new and the thing that I've really trying to be, been be focused on is, um, trying to just live in the dome a little bit more just let your put pressure on your brain and let it work Ooh, yeah because yeah. you you like and no offense to people that did snub hub but it's like you found that and then you like kept going past it you're like oh i see that it's maybe a little obvious for your taste and you like kept pushing past it right yeah gotcha no offense to anyone that did snub no 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 it's just personal just snub hub wasn't that personal for me boom yeah. Boom. Oh, and he followed up with, uh, what do you do for open mics in New York now? Um, so there are outdoor open mics that I'll do from time to time. Um, but with the lockdown, generally just Zoom. Um, I, I, I might go to one or two outdoor open mics in Central Park. Um, my friend uh, Anna Bianco hosts one there, and uh, I'll try to go once a week. But lately, it's I don't know if you know this, but uh, it's pretty cold here in New York. So uh, you uh, want to. So if you're uh, spending an hour and a half um, outside during an open mic, it gets kind of uncomfortable. So lately, it's been more Zoom mics. Zoom mics. Do you do yeah. anything different in like a Zoom versus a live show? Do you pr approach them differently? Um, with a Zoom mic, if if I know I'm going to a brand new Zoom mic in which I probably won't know anyone. I'll do material that works just so I can hone it a little bit more because mm. I, 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 I have a 15 minute set uh, and I, that I think works, but I just, you know, the issue is that, you know, I'm not a regular at a comedy club or anything. So like I can't go in and really hone a 15 minute set. Um, and whatever, when I'm going to open mics, I just, I like to do new material because that's what open mics are used for. So I try to do Zoom mics that are brand new to hone material. Uh, for Zoom mics with people that I know, it's generally going to be some old material. But then I sandwich in some new material and then the bread at the end is some old material. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah that's a good way to work out new material. People wondering is you kind of sandwich them in between bits you know work. So if yeah. it doesn't work, you bounce back with like a joke you're comp more confident in. Mufizi, mm -hmm. um, it's like a new, I don't know if I've seen Mufizi in here. He, uh, he or she, I think it's he. I don't know. Uh, I would like to know how to write a setup and a punchline. What's your take on that there? Okay. Well, um, I normally go with, um, I, I, Jerry Corley said something a long time ago that I, I took it. What, what I'll do is I'll list, I call them mat facts and I have a whole list of facts about myself and I, I have like 80 of them. And that those are my writing exercises every single day. My, my goal is 30 jokes a day. Now I rarely get there, but that's the goal. Um, wow. And I'll just do mat facts and I, you know, I'll just, I'll write a fact about myself and then see if I can turn it on its head. You know, I'll take the fact, I'll stretch it, I'll pull it, I'll say, okay, what's the opposite of that? Well, you know, what's uh, the guy across the street? What's his point of view? What's that point of view? 
Um, is there a double entendre? Is there a pop culture play? Can I do a metaphor to something larger that everyone knows that'll make them identify with what I'm talking about? You know, just mm -hmm. so that's in general, that's what I do is I will just write a fact about yourself and then try to make fun of that fact. And the, so the, the, the setup is like the fact. And then the punchline is like making fun of that fact. Yes. Wow. Dude, it's yeah. so crazy to like do it, be doing this online community since quarantine and just seeing how many people Jerry Corley has helped. It's mm -hmm. like mind blowing the amount of comics in this group who are like, Oh yeah. And then I learned this from Jerry Corley. It could have been two years ago, but I mean, it's like, he has, he has like his fingerprint on comedy. It's, it's mm -hmm. so wild and impressive. Yeah. Yeah. And my own personal take on it is I think you need to learn how to write a one liner first. Yep. And then yep. once you once you have steel in the walls, then you can add all the accoutrement around it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was like. I I started with that Greg Dean book, uh, mm -hmm. Step by Step to Stand Up. I can't I yeah. know it is now, but and it's all one liners. It's just like how to write a one liner. And that is mm -hmm. like the foundation of joke writing. And then once you learn the mechanism of a joke, you can make it your own. But I do think you kind of need to learn the rules before you break them in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I study a lot of Ralphie May a oh, lot yeah. because, yeah, because he's just, he's a, he's a, you know, punchline, just, he's got tons of punchlines, but then you'll see that he'll weave uh, punchlines with um, act outs and, or noises or facial tics, you know? Uh -huh. And he said, if you can hone this, that's as good as a punchline. You know, just the furrow of the eyebrow. For sure. For yeah. sure. Uh, Adam, curious about the G's. This is Adam Mueller, last month's uh, Right 10 contest champ. And uh, his interview is up on the podcast right now, actually. But um, he says, curious about the G's at the end. Doesn't it step on the lap? Why did you keep it in? Uh, it's a good question. I initially didn't put that in there. Um. But whenever I was saying it in, in my head as I was typing it, I, I guess if, if I would say that joke, I probably wouldn't say geez. At the end of it, I'd probably go, but then I don't know how to write that reaction, if that makes sense. So if I was doing it on stage, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't say geez, but I would have some kind of reaction with my face to kind of amplify that joke. And I just didn't know how to put that in that makes sense yeah that yeah that is a great question because i was thinking that too when reading it but yeah. it, it, it's tough like maybe an emoji i mean maybe yeah i, mean, I didn't uh, think about but that that's it's easier just to write g's and try to search an emoji yeah. um uh ian is back from shanghai dude we're like sh dude there's comics everywhere in here this is so I crazy. Know, man um are there any other questions for matthew here let's see uh, bah, bah. Let's see. We answered the Zoom one. Um, bah. Sandy said, where do you find those questions you ask about yourself? Oh, I know someone posted it somewhere some time ago. Oh, so um, the facts about myself generally will come from um, morning pages. Or, you know, um, mm -hmm. so 
I think we talked about this last time that I was on, but you know, I'll try to do morning pages at least 30 minutes every day. Wow. Just write what you experience for that day. And then um, from there, I'll kind of get my, my math facts, but then like, just think about your life. Just, you know, um, you know, I, I have a, I have a joke in, in my set right now. I grew up in a small town called Indian Bayou, Louisiana. That's my fact. And I did. And the, the joke is, I don't know if you can tell, but I'm actually two thirds oppressor of the indigenous people. So, <laughs> nice, like, so nice. yeah, so that was the fact. And then making fun of the fact. I love that. I don't think, is that, is that uh, something Jared Corley has specifically said, or did you kind of make his feedback your own, like write no, a fact he, about you and then make fun of it? He specifically said that. He said, you know, if you can't think of anything or a premise to write about, write about yourself. And because I treat the my mat facts like I have a whole list of mat facts. I treat those like headlines because I used to practice just by looking at the newspaper and looking at headlines and then making fun of the headlines. So I just make the headlines of my life. That's so cool. Yeah. Uh, and the final one here. Um, oh, people are saying this is really useful. They're, they're really um, appreciative of this. This is great. Thanks, guys. Um, uh, where'd it go? Oh, wait, one real quick. John Chapel asking what hair products you use. <laughs> Not enough. Not, Not enough. enough. <laughs> Not enough. Yeah. And then, uh, Peter Parker, any funny stories from times you were starting out? Crazy bombs, advice for those starting out. Jeez. Well, I'm, I'm still kind of starting out. So was it? how many have been, the... been? About a year and a half. Um, so, um, starting out, um, the main thing that you, so one thing that, that I learned is, uh, going to open mics is going to be brutal. So do it with a friend. So if you go by yourself, uh, it makes it a little tough, but, uh, if you go, if you do open mics in a group, it makes it fun because even if you bomb, you don't mind making fun of yourself if there's someone there. If there, if there are people in the room that you, and it's probably all in your own head, but if they're making fun of you and you, in your own head, it makes you feel bad about it. So um, I would say that go to open mics in a group and just write every day, work every single day, try to ask questions. I, I watch a lot of comedy, not so much to laugh, but to study structure um, and um, just do it every single day. I mean, I've definitely gotten better from where, what I just started. And I would, I would, I would recommend classes. Just, mm -hmm. you still got to put that, that work in, but it'll teach you general format. And um, I took a, like three or four classes within yeah. the first six months of starting. And it was just to, one, it helps you learn joke structure. And, uh, two, as a confidence booster, at least for myself, the people that were teaching that class were pros. So if you can make them laugh, it really makes you feel good about yourself. Yeah, and that, that does explain yeah. how in such a short amount of time you've become such a great writer. Because, Thanks, yeah, man. classes are great to just – like you can learn comedy the hard way and you can spend five years figuring out how to write a personal joke. Or you can mm -hmm. honestly take the right class and learn it basically in a week. And then yep. now you have that skill set for the rest of your career. So yeah, they're great yep. for shaving off a lot of like stress and just learning curve and just banging mm -hmm. your head against the wall. So 
yeah, yeah I agree. And, and that's another thing, kind of like Zoom mics. I was mm -hmm. like, are classes even like, like what are they, are they even worth it? And then I actually took one, and now I teach my own. But like after taking one, I learned that like, oh wow, this does completely like shave off years of learning comedy. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Matthew is hot breaths Yoda, says Davida. Great. <laughs> Thanks, Davida. <laughs> I, I, I wish I did a I wish I did a Yoda impression. I, I, should, I don't. I don't do it. Oh. Yoda, he is Matthew. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you record your sets? Every single one. Every yeah. single one. Do yeah. You review Every them? single one. Yeah. Uh, I will review them on you know before the pandemic i would re review them on the way home mm -hmm. uh and kind of see if i said something that didn't you're not really looking for for laughs what you're looking for is you have a set way on which you would like to say something and my goal was to always just be able to say it the way that i want to say it so so you're not so much looking for laughs you just want to make sure you're saying it the way that you want to say it because open mics at least here in new york uh, it's not it's not the true feedback of a live audience you know dude my first open mic in new york it was in the basement of a bar I, i'm pretty sure i paid five bucks to be there yep uh Good you're up. talking about seller well it's seller 77 now but it was laughing buddha i know exactly what you're talking about oh my i think it was dude yeah, it was like yeah. 25 comics mm -hmm. everyone went up and then immediately left i went yeah. last I went last, yeah. dude, and it was in front of the host and then one other comic that actually ended up taking me to um, not the the Purple Onion. No, that's in, that was San Francisco. It was somewhere over by the cellar that does shows and actually introduced me to that host, and then I got on that show. So it all probably worked out. probably oh grizzly the, pear. Your, the grizzly pear. Yeah, that, actually, uh, Adam Adam Muller um, is or was a host at, with Laughing Buddha. So. He used to host those, yeah. <laughs> Dude, it was it was it was comedy flogging for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you if you hate yourself, that that place is <laughs> at at your church. You know? like, I paid for this. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, is there anything you'd like to promote or anything, Matthew? Any way we can support you, my friend? Uh, so you can find me uh, Matt underscore Menard twenty twenty on Instagram, Matt underscore menard 2020 on on uh, twitter um i'm on all the the socials uh i am uh, i have a producing uh produce shows under raw laughs comedy so you can find uh, at raw laughs um on instagram uh that's where we do shows um we would nor we were doing them by bi weekly that that's the one where me and kevin did i invited kevin down uh from jersey to do that show and then um so hopefully we'll pick up ne next year but um, so, yeah, uh, the Instas and then Raw Laughs Comedy. We uh, started the show in a sushi restaurant. So I figured Raw Laughs is, works. That's nice. Know? Dude, yeah. it's so cool to see a comic a, only a year and a half in doing so much and like not waiting for an opportunity, but really creating your own, whether it is your own writing room or you're doing your own shows. It's like. Yeah, that's really inspiring, and I hope a lot of comics take that away from this. Beyond the writing tips, is just just do things. You know, that's mm -hmm. that's really inspiring, dude. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I get in in my own head a lot, and you know, I we had a look our little Q and A um, in the um, for Hot Breath Pro, where you know 
I, I get them in my own head about, you know, I'm not getting on shows. Am I funny enough? And then, you know, I kind of go with your advices. You can only control what you can control. And I control producing my own show. I can't control, you know, whether such and such didn't put me on this show or whatever it may be. So that's really what I've been focusing on. I love it. Focus on what yeah. you can control. That may, out of all the advice, I mean, that's, take that one to the bank there, right, tenors. That's beautiful. This is a great yeah. interview. Man, this is Thanks, like man. an episode here. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, this is a hot breath bump. I don't, I don't know what that was. I, I don't know. I don't know. Hey, I say. I, yeah, see? Yeah, see? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> give, me, give, me, give me that uh, hot breath uh, bump there, copper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Matthew, this has been a thrill, man. Uh, it yeah, really, man, seeing your jokes on the screen and now, I mean, you've been on here before, but to now even dive even deeper into your process, it really explains why, um, why you're being so consistent. There is a, a, a method to the madness, and I appreciate you sharing it with us. Well, there's definitely madness, and now you have what the method is. So, my oh, man. Well, let's show yeah. some love for Matthew here. Go follow him, support his shows and whatnot, and we will see you uh, later, Matthew. Keep up the great work, buddy. Thanks, guys. All right, there you go. Right, tenors, go forth with your days. Join our Facebook group. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and get involved with the Write 10 Club. This is your answer to breaking writer's block, writing new jokes, and connecting with other motivated comedy writers. I hope to see you in that Write 10 Club tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, and we will see you on the other side. This episode of Hot Breath is sponsored by our Patreon. If any of our content has helped your comedy career, join our Patreon linked in the show notes and get positive comedy karma for life. Probably.